Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is that you are listening to this podcast. Welcome to another episode of Wise Counsel. And I'm so excited to have uh, such a quorum of young men with us today. Um, this is uh, something very near and dear to me. And we're going to get into this into, in a few moments, but I want to uh, welcome you all to 2023. Uh, we're in a brand new year. Uh, we've come through the Christmas season. Um, some people call it the holiday season. And I got a thing about that. We could talk about that later. Did you see that on Facebook? I saw that face. I saw that face you made. Um, you know, because like uh, St. Patrick's Day is a holiday, right? But we never go around on St. Patrick's Day and say, happy holidays. Whole nother story. Okay. But um, but I'm really excited to uh, have come through the Christmas season, come through New Year's. And uh, for those of you who celebrate New Year's in whatever way that you do it, we do it in church and others have other other uh, traditions. But really glad to be into this new, new year with you all. Um, thank you all so much for doing that. Listen, I got to tell you right quickly, if you have not done so already, make sure you like and share this episode. Um, leave us a comment at the at the end of this episode. We want to know that we're doing well for our constituents. For those of you who are listening, uh, we do always uh, take our best effort to bring you the best information that we can uh, based on what we have going on. And, uh, and I just, I don't want to waste a whole lot of time, but I do want to say this. If you do want to um, help us get some things done, uh, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to Cash App. Uh, you can go to Cash App uh, and dollar sign Wise Council Podcast and whatever you want to uh, give to help us keep this thing going would really be much appreciated. But uh, let's keep going. So I have some great men sitting up here on the on the stage with me today uh, from Tide Together here in uh, Brevard County, Florida. Uh, and so let's just do this. Let's just do this. We're going to start. We're going to start immediately to my left and we'll make our way around. Um, talk to us, sir. Give us your name and, and, and what you do with the company. <clears throat> well, thank you. Uh, what a wonderful introduction. So energetic, so deep, so, uh, you know, what's infectious. Infectious. However, my name is Conrado Martinez. All right. Um, don't don't let the voice be. I know it's like there's a mismatch with the voice and uh -huh. the name. Yeah. Uh, nevertheless, uh, I've been a part of Tide Together uh, going on seven years now. Uh, wow. And um, I currently hold currently hold the position of vice president. And uh, man, we got so much to talk about. I'm not gonna we get do. started. We do. Pass it off. Okay. It's back to you. All right. Who we got next? Who we got next? Christopher Aaron. I have been with Tide Together. This is officially my first year um, since COVID, post-COVID, getting into the schools and different things like that. Um, I'm on the board for Tide Together, but new to the organization overall, just looking to add my own sauce to it. So we'll add to it. It's greatness already. Love it. Love it. All right. Let's go. Who's next? All right. I'm Glenn Outlaw. I've been here in Bavard County since 61. Married to a wonderful wife of 37 years, four wow. boys. And it was about 15 years or so ago. I've just been kind of coasting through life. And just something grabbed hold of me, pretty much church, yeah. and said, I need to find purpose. Mm. You know, a job and doing the things I was doing was paying the bills and having fun and relaxing. But it wasn't purposeful. Gotcha. There wasn't an impact. And so being a father of four boys, I went, all right, what can I do for the young men? Because you, you read the stats, but those stats have names, they have faces. Yeah. And so that's where I started tied together. And 
amazingly enough, the more men, the, the men I know now, I never would have met yeah. had it hadn't been through Tied Together. So I, it's just educated me so much into the community that I wasn't plugged into. Mm-hmm. And I was plugged into the community. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. It, it's, yeah. A, it's a different different community now. And now yeah. I get to see the whole community, just not a segment. Yeah, I look at the it as a picture of the whole now. You you know I I'm really grateful for you all being here. I, I think it is something to be said about when men are actively engaged in their community. Um, something happens when there is influence by which uh, a person can see what looks like them, what sounds like them, um, can understand their struggle, know where they come from, and uh, and I'm 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 sitting here trying to remember the guy's name. Uh, that got me involved in it. I can see his face as clear as day, but I cannot remember his name. No, no. Uh, he's from he's from uh, Brevard Federation of Teachers. And uh, so he asked me to, he said, hey man, I'm going out here with this with this group and they're out here tying ties at schools. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh man, you ought to come. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, that's cool. You know? And um, so I, I really had no intent on coming initially because, uh, I, you know, initially we always say in our minds, oh, I got too much to do. Right. I got, I got too much to do. Um, but when my wife said, baby, I think you ought to go, you know, and, and really check this out. And uh, and so I went and I'm so glad I came um, to really see so many positive role models of men who were giving back to their communities, you know, uh, Pastors like myself, you know what I mean? Guys who are involved like myself, uh, people who are basketball coaches and car salesmen and doctors and lawyers. And uh, I think I, I remember seeing Michael Ayers there from from the uh, from the chamber. Um, just just, you know, just great people who say that my community means enough for me to give back to it. Uh, Glenn, tell me how this whole concept, because this is your concept, right? Yeah, but it, it is still the communities because I couldn't do anything without, without the other other men. Absolutely. So I started volunteering at Cambridge Elementary through my church. Okay. And what's the church? Uh, it was Georgiana where where I started and found purpose. Okay. 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 And so I realized that these stats had names and faces. Right. And so being a father of four boys, I said, "Well, what can I do? Yeah. Well, you know, what? How can I impact?" Well, I can teach them how to tie a tie and shake hands. Yeah. So I started that and I was kind of full of myself and uh, kind of feeling good about myself. And I came mm-hmm. up, had a couple of beers with a teacher at Stone. Okay. And he said, Glenn, can you do that at my school, at Stone Middle School? Mm-hmm. And before I knew what was going on, I said, yes. <laughs> all of a <laughs> but, sudden, right? Know, pride never got into that one at all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, so now I had to figure out how to gain men. And how to get 450 ties. Wow. And we did about two weeks to put this thing together. And we did it. And the guys that were there with me said, let's do this again. And we knew the Blake family, uh, Dick and Mike up at Coco. We went to Coco. We followed the guy, the teacher, as he went from school to school. And it just grew. And we had a great relationship with the higher ups in Brevard County Schools that have graced us. To allow us to go into the school right and it has just just been a wonderful wonderful thing wow wow but, but when i first started mm-hmm. i wanted well i wanted the doctors 
Mm-hmm. I wanted the lawyers. I wanted the politicians. Mm-hmm. I I wanted the who's who. Right. That was a community I was involved with. Right. Absolutely. But it didn't take me long to figure out that's not who needs to be there. Right. It needs to be everybody. The guy mowing the lawn, the guy making the world happen. Yeah. Needs to be there. Dads need to be there. Yeah. Everybody needs to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so that is what really has opened up my whole, uh, taking the blinders off my life a little bit and broaden the horizons. So you you wanna you wanna help broaden the horizons for young men, uh, try to give them uh, an opportunity to see who and what they can become simply because of the fact that they know how to shake somebody's hand and tie a tie, or or you use the tie as the as the hook. But when I was there, I'm gonna tell you what intrigued me. Uh, because I didn't know the uh, the uh, uh, history of the handshake, right? So, like, kind of bring us up to speed. Bring bring my audience up to speed on the on the on the history of the handshake. Let's do this. You want? Okay. I, I guess I've been doing it a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the history, I, I like to bring it back into the night days where they would wear the long robes. Yeah, and they were loose and long sleeved. And so you would grab up high around the elbow on each side and you're basically checking for weapons. Right. You know, can I trust this man? Are we going to have this relationship or are we just going to get it on right here? Right. And as you progress, you slid down to shake the hand, to shake loose the knife that's up the sleeve. Mm-hmm. And I always say, you know, magicians, what's the first thing they say? Look, nothing up my sleeve. Nothing up my sleeve. Where do the gamblers hide the ace? Up the sleeve. Up the sleeve. Right. So this is where it all kind of started was to reveal the trustworthiness of the person that you are about ready to get into some sort of a business relationship, yeah. friendship uh, right. with. So it's a, it's a trust factor. I love and it. it's really fun to, and I'll hold on to those kids' hands a little longer than mm-hmm, necessary mm-hmm. Uh, to make them feel a little comfortable, but then let them know it's, it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Yeah. You keep your yeah. eyes up. Yep. You know, yep. stand yep. tall, say your name real loud, be proud of who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just the simple things. Things that you would have normally learned at home with your dad. Correct. Right. Um, those are definitely things that I learned from my dad, how to shake a man's hand, how to look him in the face, you know, when I'm talking to him, because if I look you in the face, that means that I can be trusted. Right. right. I'm not looking away as I'm talking to you or things of that sort. Um, and those are those are basic skills that um, that children nowadays don't even really get to know and understand. Um, I can speak from the African-American hue that 75 percent of our boys are not raised with their fathers. Seventy five percent of our children, not just our boys. Two thirds of our children don't even have their dads to tuck them in at night, right? Um, that that's a big deal. Chris, how did you get involved with with all of this? Sure. So, um, well, let me say this: Chris is a spoken word guy. Y'all got to get with Chris. <laughs> Whole another ball game. Talk to us, Chris. So, Conrado found me. Uh, our, our relationship began to build at church. Uh, okay, and he kept telling me about this mythical figure named Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hey, you know, one day I'm going to introduce you to, one day I'm going to introduce you to, and I think he, that was just his way of saying, okay, let's kind of figure out what you're what you're bringing to the table, right? Um, and then, so yeah, just as we began to as we begin to build, um, he told me about the organization, told me about the strengths, um, like what we can do, how it's going to change things, and uh, I'm, it was it was intriguing from the beginning. I can't remember the time before going to tie together that I tied a tie because all of my ties, like Conrado said, or Glenn said, all mine were pre-tied. All your ties were pre-tied. They were, they were pre-tied. So 
um, definitely uh, was introduced to the organization through Conrado. Okay. All right. And so how long have you been with the company again? About a year. This is my first year um, post-COVID. Okay. All right. So I'm going to tell you, like, it, it, what, I, what I loved about the setup of, uh, of, this, of this company, of these, this band of men, was that um, uh, it, it looked like everybody, right? And it sounded like everybody. I could, you, you know, just kind of looking at people and it, it can be, it can be, um, uh, what's the word I want to use? It can be uh, deceiving at times, but it seems as if like you can see different socioeconomic backgrounds. You can see, you know, people, have, some people are, are a lot more refined where some are a little bit, you know, rougher around the edges. But like you said, Glenn, like those are the kinds of people that you need. You need everybody you know, to, to have, to, to be involved in something like this, uh, because our community is everybody. It looks like everybody. It sounds like everybody. Um, and you need those common guys that, that can do that. And there are certain truths between each one of them, right? There are truths that are yes. truths and it doesn't matter who you are, what right. business you're in, there are truths. And so that's what I like to see the, the men get together and share really the same stories mm -hmm. from all different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. We got this guy, Conrado. Conrado, how long have you been with the, with, uh, with Todd together? I think you said seven years, right? Yeah. Um, How'd you get involved in that? Well, I was uh, introduced to Todd together uh, by a good friend of mine, uh, Michael Cador. He told me, you know, Mike is real smooth. <laughs> he tells, Hey baby, we got is. something going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uncle Mike, Uncle Mike. So uh, shout out to Uncle Mike. I'm all the way in Palm Bay and this event is in Rockledge. He says, Hey, I know it's last minute, but you know, I said, you know what? It's calling me. Let me go. Yeah. And that was the beginning. I met this gentleman uh, uh, and I saw him and he seemed kind of a little intimidating, right? Uh, uh, he, he, there's a command and power in him, but he's got the voice of God, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but I, I, I'll tell you something, uh, uh, Bishop. Uh, something in me, uh, there was a voice in me telling me, "Like you're gonna end up working with this guy." Yeah. And I didn't know. I didn't. But I just had that unction within me. Yeah. And um, at that time, I told the story before. It's like you know, my tie tying was limited to the ties that I'd previously tied previously. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So I had to kind of refresh and. It ended up being a great, uh, a great uh, event, and it was really with sixth graders. So I didn't know to what was the scope. And this is just to clarify for our audience: we deal with middle schoolers and high schoolers. Yes. We've been to almost every single middle school and high school in this county. Wow! And I think we're only missing astronaut Mel High and maybe another here yeah, or there. We're, we're we're missing a few, a but four or five, by yeah. the end of next year, we'll have them all. Yeah, we we'll have them all. all. So we'll all. It, it, it's it's been quite a progression, but. So as soon as I came in and I, it took about another year before I started going regularly and, and understanding and really connecting with the guys. Because the beauty of the organization tied together, the tying component comes with the men that come in to serve these young men. Yeah. And it's something that has occurred twofold because we, as we serve, we become more bonded. We, we, we become more tied together. The, the ones serving are actually being served. Yeah. And um, so in that, I, I saw, I just saw how amazing it was because it is not easy to get into or be trusted to go into the schools and speak to the young people. Absolutely. Uh, especially, and uh, me being a believer, I said, man, this is a way to really get in, be in, but be in also. Right? Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah, a little, yeah. little double fold. So I said, wow, this is a wonderful ministry. Right. In, my, in my mind, so I said, I'm going to try to help 
this gentleman as much as I can. Yeah, right? for so sure. As soon as I came in, I started, you know, if it was washing dishes, there were no dishes to wash. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> there were dishes to wash. It was just a different form. That's what, yeah, just a different form. So yeah. whatever I could do to serve, I tried serving. And eventually, you know, I graduated up the ranks and, and I became his right-hand man. And yeah. in that process, that synergy, we, were, we experienced a, 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 a great amount of growth. A great amount of growth and recognition. And then COVID came. Wow. Well, wow. Colorado is responsible really for the doubling tied together. No doubt about it. when he came in, that energy just expanded the whole the whole parameters. I love and it. It really just doubled because of his his efforts. I love it. I love it. You, you, I'll tell you this. I remember we met a young man at uh, at Coco High. Uh, this young man had like a four point six GPA or something crazy like that. Right. Harvard, Harvard guy going to Harvard yeah, yeah. to play football, uh -huh. right? State champ, state, state champs, champ, right? Yeah, and he Coco's, made a big play in the game too. Yeah, he, did he really? Yeah, he made a, a big play. I love it. Shout out to uh, Coco High. Uh, they've been doing well for a long time with their football program, um, and so we're just proud to be able to say that we are Brevard County residents, and, and they represent us well, both locally and nationally.